This podcast is a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to find out more. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys is brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy podcast. Head to patreon.com slash radio Mike and for as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week. And search 20th Century Boy on your favorite podcast app to hear more from me every week. 50 years after the final Harry Potter book, Harry Potter is now headmaster of Hogwarts, ready to usher in a brand new generation of witches and wizards. My name's Radio Mike, and I love Harry Potter. In fact, I love Harry Potter so much that when I was a kid, I wrote a series of seven Harry Potter fan fiction novels. This is book two in that series. Welcome to Harry Potter and the Team Wizard Tournament. everyone welcome to an owl post edition of harry potter and the boys it is me radio mike from the podcast here uh good to speak to you all people seem to really enjoy these episodes which is obviously good because it'd be terrible if people didn't enjoy these um don't always do them every week simply because um there's not always enough content to go off and also sometimes i run out of time but um, I hope you enjoy them nonetheless. Thank you to everyone who listened to Chapter 5. Derek's first friend seemed to get a lot of uh, feedback from that because what happened was, and again, I think I've explained this, Sam Garlep and I recorded a bunch of episodes in advance just because I was working full-time and it was really hard to um, get someone over to my house once a week and turn it all around. And... Uh, uh, I, 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 so I've kind of forgotten the content. I'm listening back to them kind of as they come out as well. And apparently this week I asked people to send a laughing emoji on Instagram if you laughed at any point during the um, any of the detours. And I completely forgot that I asked people to do that, obviously, because it was so long ago. And uh, I suddenly started getting heaps of haha react emojis in my Insta DMs, which can completely confused me. And then, like, the first person that did it, I was just like, oh, maybe it was just an accident. And then heaps of people were doing it. And I guess I was just like, is this like a virus? Like, if I double tap this to like it, am I going to get some virus on my phone or something like that? Then it came to my attention. It, it, then I clued into, oh, no, maybe I told people to do this. So thank you, everyone, for sending it. I totally forgot and had no idea why people were sending these messages to me. So uh, I appreciated it very much. Thank you, guys. It's good to know people actually enjoy and laugh at the total un-Harry Potter-related detours that this podcast occasionally uh, has. I've been really enjoying the output of season two. I'm uh, I'm really glad me and Sam were able to pre-record a bunch of episodes because it has taken a lot of stress off me. So I hope the quality is still good. I remember every episode was really, really strong. So um, I'm really, really happy that um, it's a lot less stress, but it's working really well. Again, as always on this show, I will request that if you enjoy the pod, one, you can now rate podcasts on Spotify. Um, currently, 
let me just look up this podcast on Spotify. So currently on Spotify, Harry Potter and the Boys, the podcast has a 4.9 star rating, which does suggest that someone didn't give it five stars. Whoever you are, you're banned from the podcast, ban yourself. Uh, And we've had 24 ratings to get to 4.9. So would really appreciate if you're listening right now on Spotify, just go to the homepage for this podcast and rate it five stars. We will accept four. We don't accept anything three and under. So if you want to give a score of less than four, you might have to give that to another podcast. Sadly, we can't help you out there, but thank you. Anyway, um, I would love for you to rate it. That does make a difference. It gets more people seeing it. And as well as that, if you can, I would love, I think I've said it before, share the pot around, tell your friends, hey, there's this really funny, stupid Harry Potter fan fiction podcast that this guy does and I think you'd like it. Share it around, pop it in your group chat, uh, pop it on your stories. If you're listening and you find it funny, pop it on your story, tag me in it. That's always awesome as well. Um, yeah, that'd be amazing just to get the word out there about the pod and get as many people listening as possible. Um, I do want to start looking at maybe doing a live show for this podcast. And I think if I did do one, I'd love to get Sammy involved as well. But, uh, my fear is that no one would show up, would really love someone, would really love people to show up. So the more people that know about the pod, the better. Um, a couple owls came in this week, the email owls. Thank you to everyone for getting in touch with the show. You can anytime radiomikepod at gmail.com or uh, even radiomike.com.au slash contact or anything like that. Uh, That always makes uh, my day when I see people writing it. Or just, yeah, radio.mike on Instagram is a great way to get in touch as well. Ben Smith, who contributed last time, and I believe I questioned his age based on the way he was writing his emails. Uh, He's written in again. Hi, Radio Mike, with about 15 eyes and 15 exclamation uh, marks. I nearly said exclamation mics. That's funny. It's me again, two waving emojis. I have some questions. Like, how do I join the Harry Potter and the Boys Discord? Two thinking emojis, three thinking emojis. Um, So if you want to join the Discord, there is a Radio Mike Discord, which has a Harry Potter and the Boys channel in it. Um, You can do that. Just send me a message. I'll send you a message back, uh, Ben, and I'll give you a link. But uh, to anyone else, yeah, just send me a message if you would like to be part of the Discord. There's a lot of cool discussion in there with people who listen to my stuff. So that would be awesome to have more people in there. He then says, with 20th Century Boy, should I start at the start or at the latest episode? Three question mark emojis. Um, 20th Century Boy is my main podcast, which is just a podcast about my life. It's the conversations you wish you were having, but you're not. Um, So I would encourage you to go and listen to that if you enjoy me. There's also bonus like interview episodes called Mike Talks. There's a whole playlist of those on Spotify. Um, I've had people like Broden Kelly from Auntie Donna, Ryan Shelton, comedian Jack Post from Hamish and Andy. Uh, I've had uh, Jackie Hatton, who has been a really popular guest on this show. I've had uh, Luke and Lewis. Who else have I had on that? I've had I've had um, Alex Moses from the punk band Columbus, which is was a really cool chat. Comedian Ruben Solo, Adam and Simon from Gogglebox, Dave Lee from the Dave Lee Down Under YouTube channel. Lots of great chats there, plus just a weekly episode as well where I talk about all the happenings and crappenings of my life. So I would encourage you to start at season three because I don't remember anything about season two and I cringe at season one. 
Um, so I would start at season three. I feel like that's a good intro point to what the show is, but you're welcome to do whatever you want. So I would love it if you, again, if you like this pod, but haven't checked out my main pod, you might like it, check it out, listen to a couple episodes. Um, that'd be awesome. Uh, he then goes on, ironically, and do you use emojis <laughs> with a smiley emoji and a thumbs up? They are so much fun. Smiley emoji. Great. Um, I do use emojis. I, I, my main emojis for anyone who cares about this, the main emojis that I use, my most recent are obviously the haha, the laughing emoji, clapping emoji, wink emoji, um, thumbs up emoji. Do use the thinking emoji a bit and the face palm emoji is an underrated gem and the shrugging emoji I use a lot as well. Those are my favorite emojis. The biggest question of them all is, can you make a Harry Potter and the boys movie mind blown emoji, scream emoji, movie emoji? It would make so much money. Oh, this is delightful, Ben. Um, I don't think it would. And there is almost zero chance we will ever make a movie um, because movies are very expensive to make. And also they take a lot of time, which I don't have much of. Um, He then continues. Also, Sammy Garlip is doing a great job and I am 13. Ben, Please write in every week. Uh, Incredible correspondence. Love the emojis. Love everything about the messages you're sending. So thank you so much for getting in touch. Amy, of course, our official correspondent. Thank you, Amy. You absolute legend. Hey, Mike. Hope I'm not too late for this week's outposts. You're not. You never are. Great episode. What a roller coaster of expecting the twins theory to be confirmed. That's the Lockie and Gemini twins theory. Only to get a throwback to the other set of twins we'd completely forgotten about. That's Squid and John Mooney who, who popped up. With all these references to choirs and the history of song, could the Team Wizard tournament be a singing tournament? Very interesting question. We'll see what happens. Amy, official correspondent of Harry Potter and the Boys. And uh, yeah, I love hearing from you, Amy, as always. Thank you for getting in touch. Uh, really keen to see what ends up happening with the Team Wizard tournament and why Squid and John Mooney's dad appeared in one of the recent chapters. Also, the Black Eyed Peas featured heavily as well. So lots going on there. Orlando Floyd gets in touch for the first time. Welcome, Orlando, and thank you for contributing. Hey, Mike, I have a great Harry Potter podcast you should listen to. It's called Sammy Magic. I've never heard of that podcast before, um, but I've looked it up. The Many Adventures of Sammy Magic is a fully improvised retelling of one of the world's most cherished book series... Harry Potter. Ah, that sounds interesting. Um, Perhaps I will look it up. It sounds similar to this podcast. Um, Thank you for that. He continues. I won't spoil any, I won't spoil anything, but the main characters go to a a school called Wizard Harvard. Okay. From your favorite Melbourne listener. Oh, thanks Orlando. P.S. Could I have some of those king-sized Mars bars? In one of the recent chapters, of course, Harry Potter is asking for king-sized Mars bars from the students. So great reference there, Orlando. PPS, could I be second official correspondent of the show? Of course, Amy, who I mentioned above, is the official correspondent, has been since episode one. Orlando wants to be second official correspondent. So yeah, sure, you can be. There you go, Orlando. Granted, he then sent another email It said, forgot to say, my name is Orlando, which actually came up when you emailed me, like it says your name, but thank you for clarifying. Will you play the new Harry Potter game? Could you possibly include my message on the pod? I'm a big fan. Of course, 
and please write in again, Orlando. Um, I will definitely play the new Harry Potter game. I, I love games. I've always wanted there to be a Harry Potter open world game. I think it feels like there's a bit of development struggle with it. It doesn't feel like it's um, going too well. It's been delayed a lot. But from what I've seen, it's a good game. I hope it delivers. I'll definitely pick it up, though, and I'll definitely play it. Probably do some content around it as well. Um, I like that it's sort of canonical to the series as well. There'll be new stories and new um, kind of storylines for us to follow and find out more about the history of Hogwarts and stuff, and that's awesome. Uh, Rowan sent a laughing emoji, and she said, Love the Harry Potter podcast. The haha emoji was because you asked for feedback. Yep. Thank you very much, Rowan. Adam Aitken, he also said, such a great Harry Potter and the Boys episode. Laugh a minute, that's for sure. Love a laugh a minute pod. Absolutely love it. Um, Brooke, she sent in, came for Harry Potter and the Boys, stayed for the Nutty Professor content. And as a fellow vocal ensemble from my high school, respect Sammy for returning after graduation. Great, great feedback, Brooke. Thank you very much. Over in the Discord, Gannon Bort, regular contributor to the show, he actually asked, um, so for this chapter where you kill Lockie but then bring him back to life again, would this be a result of when you rewrote the books? Like you thought it was funny at the time but had to keep continuity. Um, I don't think so because characters in the book have just been killed and then brought back to life straight away. So, yeah, I wouldn't say necessarily that that was... Because, yeah... Gannon Board also asked for a complete timeline of how the original Harry Potter and the Boys was written, which I will do at some point. It might be a Patreon exclusive, but yeah, that's uh, definitely something interesting. I was actually at a party at New Year's and um, my friend from school, Tom Cooper, was there and he was actually one of the original boys who wrote the original, like the original grade four version of Harry Potter and the Boys handwritten outside the school canteen. And he was like, yeah, I remember that. That was really cool. It's cool you're doing a podcast of it now. Um, so maybe I'll talk to him about his memories of it and we can we can do that. Um, that's a bunch of the outposts. So thank you all for writing in. Not any real HP news this week, but I did want to talk about one thing you may, have may, may or may not have seen, which is uh, Daniel Radcliffe who, if you don't know, and I'm sure you do, played Harry Potter. Um, he is about to star in a brand new role. He will be portraying Weird Al Yankovic in a Weird Al Yankovic biopic, and an image of that has been released. Um, so, you know, there's a huge surgence of um, music biopics in the last few years. I think it all kicked off with Bohemian Rhapsody, um, then there was also, uh, that Rocket Man, the Elton John one. Was it El Yeah, Elton John. There's been a, a bunch of, you know, movies. There's the Elvis Presley one coming out, which I talked about in my main pod this week. Um, and a Weird Al one. I mean, Weird Al is such a great musician, just doing cheeky song parodies and making himself super rich and famous from it when he's really just tinkering with a bunch of the words in the song. I really like that. Daniel Radcliffe will play a young Weird Al in an upcoming movie. And I think this is cool. Daniel Radcliffe as an actor, like he he's done a lot of, uh, since Harry Potter, he hasn't really had a huge starring role in any like mainstream, mainstream big film. He's had a few, like 
I'm just looking at his filmography now and like, here's the ones I reckon. So he did that horror movie, The Woman in Black, straight after Harry Potter, which again was pretty indie. Like he, he hasn't really been in a starring role, which I guess was bound to happen to him. Like, sorry, he's been in a starring role, but nothing like in huge mainstream um, culture. Like Horns was another horror movie um, he was the main character in. He, okay, Victor Frankenstein, never saw that. Swiss Army Man was quite a popular movie, but still a pretty indie movie um, that that Daniel Radcliffe was was in as well. He was like a minor character in Now You See Me Too, um, that magic movie. And I think there was a bit of like fun around the fact that he was Harry Potter and then he was in this magic movie. Um, but he definitely wasn't a main character. Like I think he was, you know, like a, 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 yeah, just a minor character in that movie. Um, what else has he been in? Uh, he's been in, okay, Guns Akimbo. That was another indie film um, that he was in, which I actually thought was really good. I watched it. I thought he was great in it. Again, a really small film. Not many people saw it and it didn't really make that much money. And uh, But that's kind of the nature of indie movies. And then what else have we got? Yeah, that's pretty much it. The Lost City. I don't know what that is. Pinocchio? Pinocchio, is he, is it Giuliano del Toro's Pinocchio? Oh, he's a producer of that. Right, so he's not a cast member. He's a producer of Giul... <laughs> That's weird. And then, yeah, Weird, Weird, the movie's called Weird, the Al Yankovic story, and he will be the the lead role. It's directed by a guy called Eric Apple, um, who doesn't have that many big directing credits. So I guess this might be just another... Um, indie sort of film but then Weird Al has such a big pull it might be big but I don't know this this could be like a breakthrough role for him maybe I don't know like I, I guess he's probably fine just doing small indie films and working on those he probably enjoys them because like it's not it's sort of out of the limelight a little bit and I think he's fine with that and has enough money it's not like he probably needs money his likeness is being used all over Warner Bros. So I'm sure he makes millions and millions of dollars. Like what's Daniel Radcliffe's net worth? It is Daniel Radcliffe net worth is speculated to be like over a hundred million dollars. So he doesn't need money, but I would like to see him kind of have Michael Keaton, who was known for playing Batman back in the day in, in the early Batman movies. He, and this isn't the same really as playing Harry Potter, but it was like, he kind of, not didn't have a fall from grace, but he just kind of got typecast and didn't really get many other big movie roles after that, similar to what's sort of happening to um, Daniel Radcliffe. And then he ended up being in a movie called Birdman, which was like a satire about an actor who used to play a superhero called Birdman and um, was kind of like not washed up, but just couldn't land another big role. And that movie was phenomenal. And it was so self-reflective about Michael Michael Keaton's career. And it actually springboarded his career. Like it really peaked up his career a lot after being in Birdman. Like then he was in Spider-Man Homecoming. He was the Vulture. He was in a bunch of movies after that. And now he's playing Batman again in the DC universe. Like he's coming, he's going to come up in the Flash movie and he's playing, he's like the Batman he played like 30 years ago that essentially like ruined his, not ruined his career, but like typecast him into that role. And if you haven't seen Birdman, I highly recommend. I would love to see Daniel Radcliffe in a, in a mainstream role like that. Cause I'm pretty sure Birdman won an Oscar or 
I don't know if it won Best Picture, but it was really successful, really popular. Um, and uh, yeah, so it won an Academy Award for... It did win Best Picture and Best direct, Director, Best Screenplay and Best Cinematography. So yeah, it was really successful. So I'd love to see Radcliffe eventually get some kind of role like that that is kind of a little bit meta, self-referential and um, springboards his career into new things. I don't doubt at all that eventually, eventually, whether it be 10 or 20 years down the track, he will play Harry Potter again at some point. I guarantee it. The same way um, the same way uh, Mark Hamill, you know, no one thought he'd ever appear as Luke Skywalker again, but now he's basically still playing Luke Skywalker in um, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars and the, well, spoilers if you haven't seen the end of Mandalorian season two, but he makes a surprise appearance as the young Luke Skywalker with a lot of digital kind of face recreation. He plays Luke Skywalker again in the final episode of that in an epic television moment, by the way. Um, I guarantee you at some point in the future, Daniel Radcliffe will make a Mark Hamill-esque return, cameo or otherwise, to the Harry Potter franchise. It will happen. Um, I guarantee it. Uh, so that's me. Come back in 10 years and hear me hear this and, and know that it's true. But yeah, the way that like the Harry Potter franchise or the Wizarding World franchise is what they're billing it as is going. I see no way that uh, Radcliffe won't reappear. In fact, you know what? 20 years from now, I'm telling you, Emma, Rupert, and Harry will and Daniel will appear again as the main trio in some kind of uh, media, even if just as a short cameo. Guys, coming up next week is chapter six. I believe that's actually the last of the episodes that I recorded with Sammy. Um, and chapter six, I what is the title? Oh, it's platform nine and four quarters. It was a really funny chapter. I'm sure you're already getting an idea of what it is and what it's about. But yeah, it's called Platform Nine and Four Quarters. Um, That'll be fun. I also recorded an episode with Charlie Clawson from Tofop, who is my boss over on the Tofop universe. So um, that's a really good one coming up. We'll definitely keep Sam if he wants to doing him because I think he like really gets the show and we have a really good chemistry. But um, I'll try and do a few episodes with other people. Might try and get Jackie back. Um, and a few other people who have expressed interest in coming on. Um, Michelle Brazier from Auntie Donna, um, she wants to come on and I really want her to come on. So hopefully we can tee that up too. But next week, Platform 9 and 4 quarters and then more news coming after that. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great weekend or whatever time or day it is for you. I hope you have a great time. Goodbye, Hamoras, from me. This episode of Harry Potter and the Boys was brought to you by Radio Mike on Patreon and the 20th Century Boy podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, get a bonus podcast every week at patreon.com slash radio Mike and search 20th Century Boy on your favorite podcast app to hear more from me every single week. See you there. 
This podcast was a Radio Mike original production. Head to radiomike.com.au to check out all our other content. Stay up to date at radio.mike on Instagram and get in touch. Radio Mike pod at gmail.com. 